Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That was far better than I was expecting. You had exceptionally low expectations for what that race was Paul going Ricard to be. Paul Ricard is generally a crap race. That's why it's only been on the calendar like five times in the last 15 years. They cancelled the contract and announced it before the race, which is almost their way of going, listen, guys, we know this is going to be shit. This is the last time we'll have to do it. Yeah, we're sorry. We're sorry. Okay. This is the, la- this is the la- last time. Yeah, like your parents taking you in to see like a an educational specialist because you keep on messing up at school mm. and then they're going to take you to see a magic show afterwards <laughs> to make it better I mean that's I, I'm saying that like it's going to be like a, a thing that people respond to and go oh yeah I know that rather than it being literally exactly what <laughs> happened to me <laughs> also the grid walk was I mean considering how close France and Monaco are geographically um the difference in the gridwalk celebrities. So Matthew McConaughey didn't even do the gridwalk. He was just stuck, sat in the in the garage with his with his headphones on, right? And then all they had was like Jean Alesi, who looks like Sylvester Stallone now, mm-hmm. and uh, the other guy, that Ferrari guy, is friends with Michael Schumacher, and that was it. That was it. And um, oh, someone from Peaky Blinders, Finn Cole, from Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Arthur, Michael. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. Seb was very Peaky Blinders this week, wasn't he? In his, yeah. In his old oh, Aston Martin. Is that why he was doing that? No, I don't. I mean, he was oh, there with Aston Martin. It was Aston Martin's uh, 100th race. Sorry, 100th year in Formula 1, which is not true. They've had a car for 100 years, but they haven't competed for 100 years. Is it just 100 years of Aston Martin? So Seb got to drive around this old car dressed like he was in Piggy Bank. And, and you know it's you know Seb's having fun. Do you know when Seb's having fun? You know what his tell is? Uh, he talks about renewable energy sources. No, no, okay. no. He shaves his beard. Okay. That's when you know Seb's having a good because time. Because he doesn't want to use the energy usually. He's got an electric beard trimmer, but he doesn't like... He know, he's, he's very aware of his the carbon footprint of every time he shaves so if it has a little treat every now and again if he's done something specifically good to offset a beard trim all the battery power that's harvested from the battery that's left in the battery after the race he plugs one of those wires in a USB-C into a shaver and that's how he, he there's no <laughs> wasted energy when Seb shaves his beard what are, what the okay what are Ferrari doing what are they doing um, what is go- what they're trying to make it interesting 
It's jazzy, it's avant-garde. It's like the two guys from Peep Show are doing their strategy. <laughs> Why were they talking to Carlos during an overtake? It was like when you're trying to hang up the phone to your parents. <laughs> you know, all right, mum, mum, I've got to go. Yeah, one more thing. I can't get the garage door to shut. Yeah, mum, just, you need to change the battery and the thing. Yeah, well, I can't, but even when I point, yeah, but that's because they put the thing inside the, in the garage. So now when you close the door, it gets in the way of the signal. Yeah, okay, mum, I really have to go. I'm literally, I'm getting on the tube right yeah. now. Okay, one more thing. Why do you think your dad left me? Mum, I really have to hang up the phone right now. <laughs> like when you're, like when Jesse says to me, can you put the uh, washing from the washing machine to the tumble dryer? as my head is in the drum of the tumble dryer doing exactly that. Ferrari were like, it's like the person who goes to buy booze at a house party and everyone panics and says what they want really quickly to that person. <laughs> you know? Like, who's getting the vodka? Is, is Carlos getting the... Uh, and beer, get the beer. And Sergio's getting the tonic water, I think. And the crisps. Lots of crisps. Don't forget the crisps. I mean, I felt for Charles, that felt very private. The, the, the scream. You mean the scream. <laughs> it's like a 999 call. 999, nine, nine. what's your emergency? My, my wife, she's at the bottom of the staircase. Okay, where are you? Uh. <laughs> you know what it sounded like? It sounded like this bit from Sixth Sense. You know when Bruce Willis goes home? You know, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen The Sixth Sense. No, 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 this is the beginning. You've had 20 years to see The Sixth Sense. So if you, if you were planning on watching it this week, we're about to ruin it for you. But the bit in Sixth Sense where Bruce Willis gets shot at the beginning, which is why he's a ghost throughout the movie but doesn't know it, okay. right? He goes home and one of the kids from New Kids on the Block, who's now an adult, is in his bathroom. Donnie Wahlberg, brother of Mark Wahlberg, used to be Marky Mark uh, from the movie Ted. Um, and <laughs> and this is what happens. This is this is this is this is literally Charles Leclerc's radio is when he's playing a drug addict in the toilet in the Sixth Sense. Ready? You failed me. You failed me. <laughs> you forgot. You forgot Christ. You forgot Christ. Oh my God, Ferrari. You know what's interesting about this is that Charles comes into Ferrari. Yeah. And he's like, fuck this old man, Seb Vettel. And just and just outplays him, outraces him, outguns him, outyoungs him, outsponsors him, outcontract renewals him, right? And Seb has to leave. Seb has to leave. And that now, Charles, one year later, is in exactly the same place that Charles was that Seb was in. Like Charles is gonna call Seb tonight and be like, Hey man, um listen, you know when you were having all those problems at Ferrari, um, what did you do? And that Seb's just gonna go, Listen, man, I got a it's like I got a family party in the back garden this is a really bad time <laughs> got the pizza oven out we've got the slip and slide paddling pool kids are having a great time we have one of those candy floss machines you know the thing is charles is there's life outside of formula one there's life outside and you can't see that right now and then charles goes yeah but what do you do what because ferrari kept failing you strategy wise and then they said that they'd improve it and now i'm here and they haven't improved it seb what do i do the thing was when seb was at ferrari they were fucking up because or his car was fucking up. You got the feeling, at least, that it was just because Ferrari had stopped caring about him and because they understood that he was like on his way out and Charles was the future and he was outperforming him. So then when Seb said, hey, there's a little problem with my car and can somebody fix it? The Ferrari mechanic would go, oh, um, uh, um, yeah, yeah, in a bit, I think, maybe. Anyway, bye, bye, anyway. Whereas with Charles, he's their asset he's their prime he's their golden egg he's everything that they want ferrari to be so they should be protecting it it's not like they're trying to bring signs through at the expense of charles leclerc unless they have gone i mean the way mental. charles raced today is sorry the way science race today he's coming through anyway oh yeah he can't be stopped oh my god ferrari are like um 
you know you go out with with your mate from work or your new mate and they get really drunk and you have to put them in a cab home and they call you the next day and go oh my god i don't know how that happened that never happens and then you go out with them again a few weeks later and they get really drunk and you have to put them in a cab home yeah and you go oh wait this is actually a bad person you can't handle their drink yeah ferrari can't handle their strategy they can't handle their team they're the drunk guy in the back of the car that you have to send home. It's something innate in the in the kind of structural makeup of what Ferrari is. So they get these new people in who, before they get to Ferrari, are sort of mentally well, clear thinking, focused individuals who are successful and know what they want to do and how they want to achieve it. And then they get to Ferrari and suddenly something starts to dissolve in them. Like there's a, just a degenerative thing that being a strategist at Ferrari causes that means that you start trying to kind of have make small talk with your drivers as they uh, <laughs> overtake on the outside. Who was it? Perez or Russell? <laughs> yeah. I. Sorry, first of all, hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I am Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. All right, let's just go through the race from start to finish. Okay, firstly, the national anthem. French national anthem, banger. Right, it's the song from Casablanca, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's not the song yeah, from it's Casablanca. Not. It's not the, they didn't write it for Casablanca. No. You but must remember this. That one. Uh, it's a. Yeah, yeah. Absolute banger of a national anthem. I mean, I don't. I'm not particularly big fan of any national why anthems. Why was that? Why was that woman wearing a fort? She had a jumpsuit on. The woman singing it. Uh, I wrote her name down. Sophie Tapi or Sophie Tapi. Sophie Tapi. Ah, mon And she was wearing a very low cut jumpsuit. Okay. And she had a she had a plus four four on the side. She had Lewis's number. She's a big Lewis fan. Do you think she fancied Lewis and wanted to send him a message? Um, either that or she's a fan of the sport and in a completely non-sexual, sport-centric capacity, she admires his uh, racing style and um, gutsy determination and will to win. Yeah, it's true. I guess if she really wanted to get his attention, she could have taken the knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Nico Rosberg. Okay. Okay. Nico Rosberg. Yes. Um, is uh, Joan Rivers Formula One's own Joan Rivers? <laughs> Standing outside on the red carpet. He's never there. He's never. At, he's always. And here's the thing: as we've been cutting to Nico Rosberg during the the season, I don't know if you've noticed, but his tech has improved. Yeah. So at the beginning, he's got like a really harsh ring light on him, and he's using his iPod microphone, like holding the the lead for the iPhone headphones. Yeah. And and then he's in his race car seat, sweating. And now he's got this, the sound from his studio quality. He has these two perfect symmetrical lights behind him with a car, mm. a painting of his own car behind him. And the painting, I don't know if you notice, if you look very closely, the painting of Nico's car behind him says, Nico Rosberg, in 2016, I beat Lewis Hamilton. Does it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't actually notice anything. I can't really remember anything about the room. I find his face so haunting and affecting that I find it quite hard to look at anything else when I'm... What's that thing that ne- that people have done where they get the the, the shoelace on their eyebrows? Uh, eyebrow threading. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he looks like that. He also looks like he's had... Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a beauty treatment that you can get called a chemical peel. His face has that shiny light. People have chemical peels and it strips off the first layer of skin so it takes away a lot of your wrinkles. Yeah, and they don't it, go out for a few days. Yeah, it also takes away a lot of the texture, of, like the normal human look of your skin. So you end up with this weird shiny face. 
I feel like if you accidentally knocked Nico Rosberg's camera over and you could see what he was staring at, it would be all the things of him beating Lewis on his wall, you know, like a crazy, but with like thread, like he's solving a crime, you know? Yeah. Nico, uh, also, you said to me that uh, before the race, you were like, Nico Rosberg, he's like the Julian Assange of Formula One. Yeah, yeah, not loud out, just kind of commenting. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to the Finnish embassy or the German embassy, wherever he'd be. German uh, Finnish. German Finnish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I translated uh, Rosberg during the race. It means uh, it means pink rock. Pink rock. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. Well, I did. Yeah. Um, Only because you told me. Otmar Tauf now stolen our joke. Yeah, on the grip before the race, but he, he wears went, it well. So Alonso, Fernando, Lando, as Zach Brown would say. It's like we literally did that a week ago. Otmar. He listens to the podcast. Yeah, but don't. At least credit us if you're going to hack our jokes. I think next week he might turn up in a dirtier t-shirt. That would be... We should send everyone dirty air t-shirts. Yeah, we should. Um, Fernando. Do you want to sing the uh, final uh, positions of the race? So we can hear the race positions. To the tune of what? Uh, what, well, what song was your song of the race? My song... Well, I didn't think it was actually as entertaining as you did. And my song of the race is uh, 4.33 by John Cage. <laughs> so it's just silence. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, what's yours? I went with... Uh, my song of the race is... Uh, Boy's own song, sung by um, Stephen Gately, Better. Because the race was better than I thought it would be. Um, you know the one? No matter what the day is, you okay. make it. Two questions. Sorry. Better. That. I don't know that song. Is that the one where Come he's on up, up the day Top of the Pops and his voice goes, ha! <laughs> <laughs> is that I the one know. where I don't know. there's a really famous clip? And also he's uh, not alive. No. Okay, great. No. Uh, not great, but obviously uh, that that's him. It's uh, I, I, I confuse him with the other ones from other boy bands. Anyway, I don't know that song, so you have to pick another one. Uh, let's do um, a classic French hit. Um, I believe it's um, an Italian band, but um, it's a French title, Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Da by Eiffel 65. Can you sing the race results? So you can either do the intro of the song. Now listen up. Here's a story mm. about a little man. It's about Ocon, really. In a blue world. Verham, Ver, Ross Persign, Alonor, Oco, Rick, Strolls, Vert, Gaz, Albot, Chu, Guan. That, <laughs> I know it's Joe, isn't it? It's not Guan. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> Verham Russ per sign Alonor Ock of Rick Stoll Vet Gas Albot Shoe Jolat Maglek Sue Verham Russ per sign Alonor Ock Rick Stroll Vet Pierre of Pierre Fuck it It was good It was close That was close I'll give that I couldn't have done that uh, who's your sponsor of the week? Formula One sponsor of the week. Um, well, <sighs> not Lenovo. No, it's not Lenovo. I'm bored of them. I like them at the beginning, but now it's just like Ugh, so everywhere. old. So passe. My sponsor of the week is there was a there was a I think it was turn three. There was a giant advert on the corner for a company called yasisland.com yes island yes island and i went oh that's an interesting i haven't seen yes island before so i went on the website www.yesisland.com yeah and uh it's just it's package holidays and they have three options mm-hmm. disneyland the lion king and the abu dhabi grand prix which is the only one in capitals and i was like oh that's weird so obviously this is just how you book tickets for the abu dhabi grand prix so on the yes island website i tried to book us tickets to the Abu website doesn't even work. Um, the website doesn't work. It says, hmm, no results matching your request. 
Now, I'm not saying that a lot of these sponsors are money laundering outfits, but I would say that if I wanted to launder some money, I think it would be a great thing to do to invest in some Formula One sponsorship. Uh, but surely, check it out. If you're listening to this right now, just go on yasisland.com and try and book anything on that website. I just, I'm so bored of all the sponsors being the same. And what I really want to see more of are like breakfast cereals, mueslis, porridge oats. I would like to see um, uh, Otmar in an Alpen t-shirt. Uh, Alpine Alpen. That works Alpine. so well. A bowl of Alpine. Alpine. Sponsored by Alpen. Also, uh, Formula One is the only sport that you can watch where they tell you the rules as the race starts. Did they always do this? No, it's since Drive to Survive oh, and there's all these Instagram those, meme people who are just, oh my God, Charlotte Claire in an ice bath. Oh my God. Instagram sl- meme people. Slutty. F- F1 drivers are at their best when they're at their sluttiest. Mm, that's genuine. That's a genuine... That's a quote. That's a genuine... Like, no, that that's up. a viral that's a thing on Twitter. F1 slutty drivers F1 are best drivers. when they're at their sluttiest. Yeah, slutty F1 drivers. Who do you think is the most slutty F1 Ooh, driver? Oh, that's a good question. I think George is certainly um, slutting it up for the camera, as is Charles. But I mean in like... I think. Now oh, you George's... mean which one is the mo- who shags the most? Well, uh, yeah, in a slutty way. In a slutty way. Um, oh God, that's a good question. I reckon it's someone. Who I think it's like. The most? I reckon it's like Sino- Stroll. It's Stroll. Do you think? Yeah, you know my dad. Oh, you want ever want to come on my yacht? Uh, you know my dad. Yes, he owns the team. So uh, if you ever want to come to a race, I can get you and free friends a uh, paddock pass. You can uh, come. You can come hang out afterwards. Do you like? Uh, uh, zero Astro and a zero Peroni because I, uh, I got a fridge full of them. There's no alcohol in it, but it kind of tastes the same. I can't tell the difference. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be... I think George is a really great shout for it. And because I think he's he's rich and handsome now. So there was there's never been... A, there was just a time that he couldn't get girls. So he never learned how to get girls. Um. And now he's hot and rich. He doesn't need to have a good personality. So the the... Him developing himself as somebody who can chat people up has never happened. So he's still, he gets laid the whole time, but he's still telling every girl he meets his favourite facts. Someone from... Um, uh, Did you know that the uh, longest Monopoly game in a bathtub was 99 hours? (laughs) Do you want to come back to... to, Hey, do you know giraffes can't cough? (laughs) Um, Do you know next season they're actually going to merge Star Trek Strange New World and Lower Decks into one episode and the captains are going to meet? (laughs) It's actually really interesting because Captain Pike is real time, whereas Captain in Lower Decks is animated. So I just don't even know how they're going to do it. It's super interesting. Do you like trains? Josh uh, did that wearing a Star Trek t shirt. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I know. I mean, I am excited for that Star Trek crossover. (laughs) (laughs) But in Formula One, the way that they go when the race starts, they go, and uh, after two laps, they can open up the DRS, which means there's more air passing through the car, increasing the opportunities for overtakes. Like, that would never happen. <laughs> so how many? How, how much faster does DRS make the car? Um, it makes the car up to 10 seconds faster. <laughs> um, it yeah. would never... If you were watching football, they'd yeah. never go in the middle of a race. Uh, okay, now, just in case anyone doesn't know what the in offside the rule match, is. Not a race. In the middle of a game. Yeah. Um, they'd never go, if you don't know what uh, offside is, let's just explain. So the way penalties works, each team gets five penalties, and then it goes to something that we like to call sudden death. You'd never get that. So the midfielders are going to try and pass it to the strikers, who will kick the ball into the goal. That's a score of one more than the other team has, which will result in a victory. The offside rule 
So the, the ball there, uh, the bowler has balled, which is why we call him the bowler, uh, has hit the leg, and that is an LBW, which stands for leg before wicket. Uh, the wicket are the three uh, protruding bits of wood that are coming from the ground. Now, we know that's deceptive, but the player didn't actually just order a fruit juice drink. He was saying deuce, not juice, which is spelled D-E-U-C-E. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of tennis. Speaking of tennis. Speaking of tennis, um, George Russell on uh, Perez in the final laps of the race, he did he did a bit of an underarm serve, didn't oh. he? Like, how beautiful was he? he? Caught Perez sleeping. It was like when Kyrgios was doing all those underarm serves during Wimbledon, mm. and Perez George just pulled back and was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna make him think that the safety car's out." It's like he's played enough Warhammer to know strategy, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was like hanging back. Make it like I'm. I'm. You know. I'm actually quite tired of racing. I'm a bit bored. I'm hang, hanging back. Not interested anymore. And then, as soon as the virtual safety car, virtual safety car is world we're living in. Um. There's a car in front of me. At the end of the virtual safety car, it's gonna go in. And they have seen me in the review. And I am hanging back. And then I am gonna go up its ass and cause it to be. Oh, no, look. I mean, the, the, Russell using virtual safety car <laughs> always seems to be overtaking Paris at the end of. The race. Perez was caught napping oh, his no. concentration. Who is your bitch of the race? Uh, Perez. Uh, 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 yeah, bitchy commenter. Bitch, bitcher of the race is Perez, for sure, right? After George took him. George just, George just, he went over the track on turn six. George track limits again. George track limits again. Shut up, Perez. Just admit that you got caught sleeping and be gracious and go, right, he got me there. So, trying to rat out Russell at the end of the race. It's, it was, Little it was snitch. behaviour, wasn't it? If Perez was in prison and they went, listen, we can make this stay for you a lot easier if you just tell us who's bringing the drugs in up their bum. Russell, uh, sorry, Perez would snitch immediately, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah. It's I mean, Alabaster Tony. It's Alabaster. It's, it's, it's uh, bowl, bowling ball bag Terry. It's a livestock gym. Uh, yeah, it was pretty pathetic. And it was obviously just out of embarrassment at the fact that he had been caught out. Uh, let's do our race review of the Formula One Lenovo Grand Prix de France uh, 2022. Uh, in 10th place. Williams Mercedes, three points. Albon uh, finishing 13th, Latifi finishing 17th. Latifi span off. Uh, he must have seen that um, uh, the Anthony Bourdain documentary has just been put on Netflix and he got overexcited during the race and tried to hightail it back into the paddock so he could watch Netflix with his lovely lady uh, Albon who finished in 13th I mean I didn't see them during the race apart from one pit stop uh, there was uh, Latifi's little spin off the track Albon was good and consistent he's now performed and not performed with the red hair which is making me think that actually the red hair isn't the great emblem of whether he succeeds or fails that we thought it was perhaps it's so weird I can't believe that dyeing his hair didn't improve his race standings but he's doing, I mean, like, look, they, people were losing their fucking bollocks when George Russell was doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. By the way, if you are enjoying the Dirty Air podcast this week, don't forget if you're a Sky Q or Sky Glass customer, <laughs> you could press the red button now and hear it, listen to all your favourite moments from the podcast from various different angles. Um, <laughs> sorry. You can get... You can get that's the, only I, for our English listeners. Sorry, that joke. And you can get it from a bit... This is the other angle. Yeah, here's, here's the other angle. You got this angle here. Yeah. 
but ninth place Aston Mayan celebrating 100 years in F1 Vettel finishing uh, although they celebrate 100 years in F1 uh, one driver outside the points one driver in the points they nearly crashed on the final corner they made contact Vettel finishing 11th Stroll finishing 10th uh, some stern words I believe uh, Lawrence Stroll will be having to Seb Vettel and uh, his son after this race what do you think he'd say Alfie you touch my fucking son again you asshole I will motherfuck you into Tuesday you little shit and then Lance would go, yeah. <laughs> and then Lawrence would hit Lance. <laughs> He's got four world championships, you little fucking brat. What do you got? You got a daddy paying you. You show the men some fucking respect, <laughs> asshole. You don't hit him, I'll hit him. No, I didn't actually make contact, did I? Because that's not something I do. It's such a stupid track because they've had to kind of paint. It's essentially just a huge concrete football pitch yeah. that they've painted some bits of to try and create the illusion of a road. Of it there. being interesting. They put blue stripes down, like go faster stripes on a little boy racer's car in Norwich. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a ch- like a ch- how you sell ice cream to a child. Oh, it's all colourful, isn't it? So it probably tastes <laughs> nice. It's <laughs> just so fucking <laughs> stupid. The French Grand Prix looks like the motorway drive to the Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> if you were driving to Monaco, you look out and you go, oh, we're, we're on the French track. Do you want to stop here and get a turnover or something? Should we get a, a, a Jean Bombeur at the service station? Let's get a Jean Bombeur and an Apple turnover. Tell you what, I mean, side note, nothing to do with Formula One, but God, I love French service stations. If you've never been to a French service station, they are the best in the world. Mm. They do the croissants in a croissants in a French shirt. Uh, cro- the plural of croissant is croissant. Is it cro- croissant? Croissant. Cro- croissant. Croissant. Do they pronounce the R or is it a W? Croissant. Don't know, but we're fucking. It's a, we're English, aren't we? So you do what you want. Sir. Yeah, the chocolate croissants, right? In a in a French servos, right? Yeah, better, yeah. Than, better than any way you could get it in Angleterre. Telling that for free. In eighth place, Alpha Terry. Tsunoda got a bloody DNF, didn't he? He didn't fu- didn't fucking finish a race to to Noda, did he? Two no finish more like. And Gazels, right? Finishing twelfth. Absolutely fucking appalling Gazzles. display. They haven't been performing well the whole fucking season, Alpha Terry, telling that for free. They are exceptionally un uh, having a bit of an underwhelm. Gasly is one of these people who is uh, fated, lauded and is now f- floundering somewhat or hasn't really he's He's actually being a beneficiary of being quite easy to ignore, apart from when he's shirtless on Instagram. But during the oh, race... Oh, is he a slut? No. No, I don't think so either. No, I think he... I don't think he's that into sex. I no. think he likes to be desired, but doesn't actually like fucking... He's got he has that... a long-term girlfriend who he really likes, and like adores, and couldn't... And he's one of these men that is just a really good boyfriend and never thinks about other women. Uh, Haas in seventh place. Um, again, just that Schumacher finished last this race, essentially. But why did he, do, he was He was having an incredible race. What you going to do with all that Haas? All that Haas inside, inside those, those jeans. jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I've only just got that. Is, is that a Gene Haas pun? No, it's... Oh, that's funny. Um, that's it is, really it funny. It is funny, but it's... No, it's... It's the, um, chili, it's the black-eyed peas. It's the black-eyed chili peas. black-eyed chili peas. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what I heard on that radio. Them black-eyed chili peas, they're all right, aren't they? <laughs> my lovely lady has. My has, my has, my has. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm so 3008. You're so 2000 and late. Is that a black-eyed peas? <laughs> that's or? a lyric. Oh, mate. Uh, yeah, I mean, poor Mick. What a crap week. Crap weekend all round. And uh, not not even crap enough that we're going to get to see Angry Mick this week. No, we might get to see Despondent Mick. No, but that's not... Angry Mick sounds like your dad's mate who's like, garage just went bankrupt. 
you know? Yeah. He has a house in Magaluf where mm-hmm. he holidays. Yeah. Uh, where he takes his mistress. Yeah. That's what angry Mick sounds like. Despondent Mick. Are you doing I'm... what I did earlier with the educational psychologist thing? Are you just describing <laughs> a bloke you know? <laughs> no. It sounds like a bloke no. you know. Uh, Despondent Mick doesn't sound as good as angry Mick. I know, but I like the idea of us building a repertoire of Micks. So each... Shoo me. My mom calls it shoo me. My mom calls me shoo me. That's a friend's quote. Yeah. Uh, sixth place, Alpha Romeo. Joe finished and he span off and he was like That's 20 seconds right. behind everybody else. He finished 16th. The DNFs were Latifi, Magnuson, Leclerc and Sonoda. And um, Michael Schumacher, uh, 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 Mick Schumacher. Michael Schumacher. Who's called Michael Schumacher. Yeah, he's called Michael Schumacher. Michael Schumacher. Mike Schumacher Jr. I'm going to refer to him as Michael Schumacher. (laughs) I never reference him. But Joe had a very... Michael Schumacher came 15th. He had a very lonely, jonely, jonely... Oh, wait, I can't start on that low. Jonely, I am so jonely. I have nobody that I can see racing in front of me. Only. And Smacky, um, time for Smacky Bobbot. Finished 14th, Bottas 14th. I didn't even see Bottas during this race. Fifth place. Great. I mean, I thought a great race. Great race. Ocon 8th. Alonso sixth. Ocon was giving good interview, giving good personality, mm-hmm. um, you know, showing himself off. There was that moment before the race that you found quite frustrating when he just named a bunch of French circuits that were better than the Paul Ricard. <laughs> yeah. One. At the start of the race, he was like, he was naming all the wonderful circuits in France. Le Mans. Yeah, I was like, no, those are all, don't, don't show me what I'm missing. Mm. While we watch this dumb race, this cancelled race, this race that they went even before the race. No, just let's stop racing in France. Yeah. Uh, even though it was more interesting than Monaco, <laughs> it's just even though so... it was even though it was better than it... a lot of the races we've watched this season, I just don't think you can say it's not a race. Monaco's not a race; it's a procession. This of all the races that take place is pretty boring. But it's so funny them mentioning all of those. It's like me, like me when I'm in bed with Jesse, going, "Hey, do you remember Harrison Ford when he was younger?" Anyway, back to it. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's just such a disappointing thing to do. Like, had a great he had race. a uh, five-second penalty, which I think was n- insane. Um, and then uh, he had that cute helmet, didn't he? He had a French helmet that a little ten-year-old f- fan designed for him. That lo- and the fan looked like a young Ocon, and it had his little regional flag on the back of it. And the and the kid said, "I was really nervous about drawing it because it's really hard to draw on a helmet." And uh, Esteban eighth, Alonso sixth. Alpine are best of the rest. <sighs> Are they best? Of, that's such an insult, isn't it? Best of the rest. Well, I don't think like, you're not in Formula One. You're the rest of Formula One. Best of the rest. It isn't the most. It isn't what you want to be, but it is better than being Worst. the rest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if Alpine keep operating the way they are, they're going to surpass McLaren soon, right? Are they not already there? Uh, it... Well, no, they're fifth at the minute. McLaren are fourth. Um, oh, okay. So literally. <laughs> literally yeah but, they're, but they they are out before i mean sixth and eighth fine ninth and seventh there's not much in it like mclaren well, no. ricardo ninth norris seventh no alpine are ahead of mclaren so you've got the old standings oh it must have been i copied this down so after this uh, this race meant that um oh yeah sorry sorry sorry, sorry alpine sorry. are now four points ahead of uh mclaren yeah with that with yeah 89 points to 93 yeah you're absolutely sorry i, I wrote this down before the race yeah, yeah. um my bad and uh yeah mclaren uh, ricky ninth norris seventh um i mean 
I, you know, Norris launched his clothing line. This no, week. his clothing. No, which on the website has one tracksuit. That's it, just one. It's called Quadrant. What is that? It's such a think tanked name. And he's doing this thing where he retweets people now. So you know they have the liked by Pierre Gasly. Oh, he's trying to be like, no, but what about retweeted by Lando Norris? And it's uh, he's everyone's trying to. This is the thing with Formula One, is that they've made it this memeable instagram sort of kardashian type sport now where like george russell that meme george russell's the type of guy who would go ask what you want when you go in the cinema and he'd get you everything just to be safe whatever this george russell looks like the type of guy who has four lawnmowers you know and, and whatever it is but then formula one will find the meme has gone viral and then they just kill it by overexposing it mm. and they stop it being funny and it's like when your dad like starts listening to a band that you like, and you go, yeah. "I don't want to listen to them anymore." Fallout Boy, I'm not interested now. Now that dad thinks they're good. My, I have actually the opposite thing with my dad. It was when I started listening to Lamb Chop that he stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, like, the, the phrase I find really funny is when they go, "We're trying to unlock the car." Well, like it's someone in a car park and the fob stopped working. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to unlock the car. It's too far away. Formula One cars don't have a lock. It's too far away. So hold the hold the fob up to your ear because the ear acts as a satellite so you can unlock your car from further away. That's a George Russell fact. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, if you hold your car key next to your ear, uh, the ear acts as a satellite dish so you can unlock your car from further away. That is true, actually. I used to do it with the Alice. You know, if you drive in the Air Force, it's actually good if you have a lazy eye because one eye can be on where you're flying to and the other eye can be on all the, all the data that's uh, shown in your helmet. <laughs> they actually work on you. Have, did you know that? They actually encourage you to have a lazy eye. Um, in third place, oh my gentle Jesus, what a week. Um, Mercedes with 270 points. Um, Lewis Hamilton's 300th race. Here's a weird fact. Jensen Button, one of the few drivers to have done 300 Grand Prix. It is a weird fact. Grand Prixes. I associate him with being the sort of driver who, one of these awkward journeyman figures. And he was a a journeyman figure until he won. Yeah. But he was like an unlikely winner. Jensen Button looks like he has a lot of those thick, thick, um, stitched sort of fisherman's friends V-necks, you know? That's what he looks like. He has lots of those. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and he yeah grows out his stubble, but he knows to the the millimeter that it gets to the the optimum, his yeah, optimum facial hair fuckability. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some really funny footage came out this week. I mean, it was it came out when it happened last year after the Bahrain Grand Prix, but um, Toto Wolf stage diving. You see that Toto Wolf absolutely hammered after they won the constructors but lost the championship, and and obviously there's the Mercedes party. To, they were like, well, we still won the constructors, and Toto Wolf trying to like lead his team through victory, even though there was this heartbreak underneath. You know, like after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, mm. and then that video came out of him thirty minutes later at an Oscars after party, holding his statue, singing his own songs, doing getting jiggy with it, uh. it, it completely aware. You could see in his eyes that he's like, a shit storm's coming. I just hit someone. Is, oh this is a shit. And like Toto, kind of like that, going like, I'm still gonna like knowing in his face that like they that that there's gonna be an inquiry into the Michael Massey decision. <laughs> but like he stage dives onto his. I can't remember what song it is. It might be um, Sandstorm, but you know that do 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 And it's like him stage diving into all the engineers and and garage people. Like you'd really have to back your you know, your, your lumber yeah, yeah, yeah. support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to be catching him at uh, 
at a sixth. I gig. feel like if if I was in a if I was in somewhere where there was like an end of the world apocalypse type event, and I was trapped in a room with a bunch of people, and Toto was there, I think well, you know what? I think I'll be fine. I w- I'd be like, yeah, how can we not be fine? Look at that man. Look at that oak tree mm. that's here to protect us all. Yeah, if I went out for like if me and uh. Like, if I went on a double date with Toto and his wife, I would just be so... It would be one of those real bummers where you're like, you're there with him. Everybody at the table wants to be in a relationship with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even me. If I could choose... If anybody who isn't Toto at this table could choose to be in a relationship with anybody at the table, everybody, including me, would choose Toto. (laughs) Yeah, you'd sit... There's no way that he'd choose anybody else. (laughs) You'd sit down at the restaurant... And you'd sit down and get the wine list and go, I just don't really know anything about wine. It just all tastes the same to me. And you go, yeah, you know, I feel the same way. And the waiter comes, he goes, we'll have the 1969 Chateau Neuf de Pabula. I hear that it was drinking very well after compared to the 1971 and the 1968. And The 1979 was a very good harvest. He'd pay that, you right? a compliment as he gives the wine menu back and goes, I don't know, somebody told me that. And you're like, oh, thanks for saving my <laughs> yeah, yeah, pride yeah. there, Toto. Somebody, I don't know anything about wine. Somebody told yeah. me that. He's the kind of guy that if you got an Uber home with, he'd change the... He'd get dropped first, but then send you home and then not ask for the money. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? He's the kind of guy that if you dropped your ice cream, he'd be like, here, finish mine. Do you think he would? Yeah, I really do. I don't think he'd do that. I really do. I don't think he'd give me his ice cream. He's the kind of guy that um, even if if, it, if, I, if you're on a first date with him and um, one of your family had to go to the hospital, he'd come with you and hold your hand. I'd find that creepy. Um, Hamilton's second... <laughs> yeah. Hamilton second and Russell third. George Russell, or as it's pronounced in France, Georg. Um, the memeable Georg Russell um, finishing in uh, third. Hamilton second. Hamilton's 300th a great race. Third from Russell. Lewis turned up to the race today in see-through trousers. Did you see that? Um, I saw through them. The whole world had a Zoom. The whole world today on I Twitter, zoomed. Zoom. I wanted I to zoomed. see if I could see a shadow. Yeah, I wanted to see the outline. Shadow of the bulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, the, of the Spamilton. Come on then, Lewis, yeah, let's yeah. see the heft. The Gamonton. Mm. Um, and also, Lewis has got little frosted tips in his hair. Like, yep. Like when my auntie would go to the hairdressers in Yarmouth. Also, lying down in the green room. Well, good power move, wasn't it? What, with his legs akimbo. Mm. Just before Max gets in there with Mercedes, it was they were pissing on the walls of the green room. Like George sat where he sat. This is my room. Lewis laying down, going, "Yeah, we're back." With that being Ghostbusters too, we're back. I really thought when Max entered the uh, cool down room because he walked straight over to the TV. You know, like 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 how I will when my kids have put the TV on and I haven't. I've told them not to, and I will like pointedly and like with extra aggression just gone. Shut that fucking TV off. I just really wanted him to turn the TV off. Go, right, n- n- stop watching TV, you two. Yeah, Max should have kicked Lewis stop in the nuts. a good time. He should have kicked Lewis in the nuts as he walked past. That would have been amazing. I wonder if you could get... Could you get docked points? Would you, you get, get no, docked you get, points? You get, get fined. You get fined. You'd get given like a 30 grand fine and Max would go, yeah, sure. I, um, I sent a... Uh, a message out saying race i asked everyone on our um, instagram at very dirty air follow us on social media at very dirty air or um at very dirty on twitter as well i asked them for their formula one race predictions for the race and i'm going to read them out now um gorilla trophy to be replaced with a talking michael massey figure it's called a trophy toto very good uh, all french um to retire and charles out of the points but fastest lap interesting didn't happen brits place one and three very close mm. 
Um, Yuki to take out Gasly on the first corner. No, but they didn't have a great race. Um, cool dude 16, Ted Kravitz to wear shorts. <laughs> That's a nice prediction. Keep it simple. I don't think Sky Bet are doing uh, odds on that, are they? And uh, my favourite one, um, I bet Jos Verstappen blocks the toilet in the Red Bull garage. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ferrari seem to have either one driver does well and one crashes, or they just do nothing. They can't have a, dri- a race where both drivers do well like Red Bull. No, it's like they only have so many brains on hand to go, okay. Charles, in the paddock, afterwards was like, incensed he's so and it's he's been so good all season at not saying listen it's not me we're a team we're a team everybody's great also his options aren't really he can't flummox the fucking thing he can't there's nowhere really for him to go there's no like amazing team that are going to take him on that can be better so it's just such a frustrating position for him to be in he kept his helmet on Back oh, to the paddock with the helmet on. The old George Russell Bahrain. He's gonna. He's, he needs to wear that helmet for a week, <laughs> doesn't he? He needs to. He needs to have his ice bath and get on the private jet home and in the cab home. Yeah. And to Pizza Hut tomorrow, wearing the helmet. Yeah. It'd um, be an interesting. Like, I'd, I'd quite like to see him live his life in the helmet. It'd make quite a good like avant-garde French film <laughs> if he was. <laughs> if he just lived his whole life in a helmet. Oh, and nobody that's so good. and nobody mentioned it. That's so good. <laughs> that's such a good advert for Formula One as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, who's a driver? You remember when Gary Southgate did that advert after he missed the penalty? Yeah, the Pizza Hut, and he had to have a paper yeah, bag on his head. That's why I said Pizza, and he had the paper bag on his head. Yeah, they need to do a Formula One advert. Who's like like Gro- maybe not Grosjean, but like like Marcus Ericsson or someone like that. Marcus Ericsson's yeah. a good shout. Yeah. Oh my! Or they should, you know, they should do an advert for Nico Hulkenberg just replacing every, anything that needs replacing in your house, Duracell, whatever it is, <laughs> like in, ink cartridges in your printer. And it's Nico Hulkenberg is the ink cartridge in the printer this week. It'd be great. Um, or just the entire printer itself. So when you want it's Nico printing, Hulkenberg, he has to he has to draw the whole thing for hours. In first place, uh, <laughs> Red Bull with three hundred. Here's a, look at this, 359 points last week, 396 this week, not a big leap. Mm-hmm. Um, gaffer tape in uh, FP3 I thought was really funny. They're really stonking. I mean, gaffer tape need to, that's a sponsor of the week, surely. Mm, Gorilla tape needs to start sponsoring F1 teams. Mm. Because that's two races this season where they've st- strapped on some no gaffer. No more nails. Oh my God. Verstappen first. Verstappen with his... Is Charles okay on the team radio? Which is like his PR has gone. Hey, next time someone crashes, ask if the, if you if you're okay, or maybe people think you're really nice and they'll forget about the whole Nelson PK thing. I think they just got like an. I think they've got. Uh, it's he, like um, uh, you know, automated bank messages. You have chosen, or like when you go to the cinema, you have chosen to go and watch The Mummy Returns. <laughs> like that's what they have. They have. So uh, Max, could you just record everybody's name? So uh, okay, uh, could you uh. uh F- uh, Fernando, okay, and uh, now say uh, now say Esteban, Esteban. So whenever somebody crashes, is Charles, it, is Charles, okay. <laughs> it's like Terminator Two when he's like he has certain phrases that he learns and knows. He yeah. has to pick them from a from a database, a digital database. <laughs> is Charles okay? Uh, oh my God. I just I would like Max Verstappen so much more if he just got on the radio and went, just so everybody's clear, I don't give a fuck if he's okay or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if he's all right. Yeah. I just I don't feel that way. I about just don't him. want Hamilton to come second. Yeah. 
it's mate Verstappen on the podium refusing to spray Lewis. It's I filmed the whole thing this week. I know you did it. He didn't even look at him. He sprays his Turned like his back on him. His engineer like really soon. Yeah, but Lewis then che- made him cheers. You know, he cheers the engineer and then he cheers Max and was like, "Grow up." He's- Max just needs to just spray it just be you see the true max now and it's not that he's this evil person he's just this indoctrinated awkward child that's been told to never look at lewis because lewis is naughty i know but he's just a he's like he's his whole life his whole personality is being in a car his whole way of like we ex- and this is a thing across all sports really is that we expect oh that that why is that footballer diving because that footballer has been playing football since the age of no years old winning is the only thing and being a success in the sport is the only thing that person cares about and now they they might they might dive it might mean that they like you know a driver somebody who's careening round a a, a a a circuit at two hundred miles an hour. I wouldn't expect him to be socially very adept. I was thinking of the Kate Bush song. You know when they always swap places, Max? And I did think we should make that the Red Bull, the song. If oh, I that's... only could, I'd make a deal with Christian. And I'd ask him to swap <laughs> Be driving around that track. Be driving around the parabolica. No problem. That's good. What do you give this race out of 10? Um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I did like a four. I, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. I thought there was a solid seven that race. I, 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 it, like it, everything about it was false. It was the race yeah. equivalent of when you, you know, that old kind of trope in movies where, they, and at the end, it turned out it was all a dream. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe how exciting this is that science has made his way all up the track. I was about to lean to you and say, hey, uh, um, you know, science could actually win this. If he and then he gets the penalty. Car. And then he got, then he got, A, got the penalty. And then B, they went, oh, do you want a pit? No, are you fucking high? Of course we don't want a pit. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's just ride this out. It's seven laps left. I know that they know more. Again, with Leclerc, how soon before Leclerc crashed did I turn to you and say, how long before Leclerc crashed? Yeah, 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 that's very true. And I said lap 40. How wrong I was. It was much sooner. It was. It was halfway through, wasn't it? Join us next week for more um, Dirty... My name's Josh Weller. And I am Alfie Brown. Oh, shit. Before we go, I just want to... I had to give a shout out to... Uh, uh, they've sent us some nuts. Real handful nuts have sent us some of... Uh, a big box of their nuts. Oh, they're so good. Mate, I... You know what? I've been putting these nuts in my mouth all week. Yeah. And I've put a lot of nuts in my mouth before. Mm-hmm. Have you ever put any nuts in your mouth? Yes, I uh, like to do that. Have you enjoyed putting these real handful of nuts in your mouth? A handful of nuts is the perfect amount. Uh, I'd like to, if I could throw a nut, I'd love to nut in your mouth after this. Do you think you could nut? I mean, I could, but I feel like the audio might upset the listeners (laughs) if I nutted in your mouth during the podcast. But uh, thank you. And and they've sent us air nuts because we're dirty air. Yeah. So we've got dirty air nuts. Yeah. So go on real handful nuts and buy some nuts. And when you get home, put some salty nuts the in The air mouth. nuts are amazing because they're like, a, a, it's sort of like a crisp yeah. uh, a, a type they've, snack. They've now. poofed up some, they, they're nuts. They've poofed up nuts. Haven't they? Poofed they've up. poofed up nuts they're by poofed injecting up nuts. like the nuts with air. Well, after this, we should put, I'll give you a pack, you give me a pack, and we'll put each other's nuts in each other's <laughs> mouth. That's such a good idea. My name's Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And has been dirty air. Who's going to win Hungary next week? Nor- Norris. Right, go. First thought, first thought, best thought. First thought, best thought. See what I'm trying to say is You make things better 
I'm so tempted to get. I really want to get Michael. This is so not right. Tattooed on me. Michael, this I is so right. To the listeners, right? We'll set up a a, a, a fund thing, crowdfunder, mm-hmm. and if you guys pay for it, I'll get Michael. This is so not right. Tattooed oh, to my leg. That's great. right. Just if you would be willing to pay for my tattoo, I will get a tattoo. How much is a tattoo? Uh, Two hundred quid. For that? Yeah. I thought it was like two hundred quid if you want like a drawing, a big eagle. No, that's thousands. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. If you want a, like a big eagle on your forearm. And I, I will say there is a caveat to this. So if we get ten grand, I'm not getting a full back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> if we can raise two hundred pounds, I'll get Michael. This is so not right. Tattooed to my leg. Okay. I, yes. Michael. Michael, this is so not right. And if we get if we get five hundred quid, you've got to get. It's called a motor race. We went. Would car you do racing. that? Would you do that? Yeah, I get, I get. We went car racing. Okay, great. All right, we'll do that. We'll set up the link this uh, week. We'll set up the link. Okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.